Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hucko. Fibber and Molly will be with you in a minute. Here's something most of us have to think about sooner or later. Retirement. You know, it can be a long vacation, carefree and gay, or it can be a long ordeal, depressing and uncertain. It all depends on how well you've planned for it. A lot of folks are including United States savings bonds in their retirement plan. Smart people. They know that savings bonds are a safe, sound, sure investment. They know they'll get back $4 for every $3 they put in. $100 for every $75 invested when those bonds mature. And you know that happens in less than 10 years. Of course, savings bonds can now be held beyond their maturity date at further interest. The highest rate it's ever been. 3% interest, compounded semi-annually, for as long as 10 years beyond the maturity date of the bonds. Start planning for your retirement now. You'll discover you'll feel more secure tomorrow if you buy United States savings bonds today. The mailman has just left another batch of Christmas cards at 79 Wistful Vista this morning. And Mr. and Mrs. McGee are happily looking them over. Don't you love to get Christmas cards, McGee? Sure do. Look at this one from the Toopses. Hmm. Picture of a big holly wreath, and it says, Hope you have a Christmas wreathed in happiness. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Yeah. Oh, hey, here's a big fancy card. Oh, boy, isn't that oh, beautiful? Oh, my. Somebody must really like us. That's a lovely winter scene, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Who's it from? Oh, it opens up. Let me see. Oh, poetry. May you have every Christmas joy through winter, spring, and summer to send your cares all down the drain... Call John, the Oak Street plumber. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that sweet? You know, I think we ought to answer that, McGee. John might feel hurt if he doesn't get a Christmas greeting from us. I'll write him. Yeah, you do that. You write him. I think I'll say, Dear John. Yeah, Dear John letter. We called you on last New Year's Day. You charged 12 bucks a trip. The sink reminds us still of you. It's such a constant drip. <laughs> That's great. You want to write that to him, or shall I call him up and read it to him on the phone? No, neither one. It's Christmas Eve. Yeah, besides, we might need him again sometime. I better check over the gifts again now before we... Come in. Merry Christmas, kids. Season's greetings. Oh, hi, old-timer. Merry Christmas. Season's greetings to you, Mr. Old-timer. Stop by to bring you a present, kid. Well, gee whiz, you shouldn't have done it. I'll take it back. Oh, no. <laughs> then never mind. Thank you very much. My, it's a beautiful package. Yeah, big one, too. Oh, here, we got a present for you, too, old-timer. There you are. Uh, little one, ain't it? Thanks anyhow, though. Probably lovely. I hope you like it. Oh, I love the holidays, kids. Christmas Eve always puts me in mind of the fun I used to have when I was a kid with that old gang of mine. The old gang, huh? Yep. Gee, but I'd give the world to see that old gang. Sure was a great old gang, kids. That old gang of mine used to go out every year singing Christmas carols. Yeah, who all was in your crowd? Very exclusive groups, huh? I'll bet. 
There was Johnny and Pete, and Ronnie and Skeet. There was Eddie and Slim, and Teddy and Myra Bell Clooferhorn. Myra Bell Clooperhorn. How'd she get in the gang? Needed her for harmony, Johnny. Oh? She had a fine, rich baritone, Myra did. The rest of the gang was boy sopranos. <laughs> sang a lot, did you? Only at Christmas, daughter. Used to sing Silent Nights so loud we was hoarse the rest of the year. Ah, <laughs> uh, we did have fun, kids. Me and the old gang were together all the time. I tell you, we were insufferable. I can imagine. And then, as so often happens to good friends and true, a woman came between us. Yep, a woman busted up that old gang of mine. Who was it? Mama. Moved out of town and took me with her. <laughs> so long, kids. Merry Christmas! Merry, Merry Christmas, old time. There's more fun with the McGee shortly. One of the outstanding characteristics of a democracy is the right of each individual to worship according to his conscience and his beliefs. The churches of America symbolize the belief of many that through community worship, we can gain the moral strength and courage to lead a good life. They symbolize the important role which religion has played in the shaping of our nation. Each day, thousands turn to their religious leaders for personal guidance and for material help. Without religion, many of these people would have nowhere to turn in their hour of need. All of us recognize the important role played during the war by chaplains of all faiths in helping our soldiers to adjust to military life. Thus it is manifest that religion is an important part of the moral fiber of America. It was the need to worship which drove our forefathers to leave their native lands and come here. Let us not forget the importance of the church in our lives. Let us, through recognition of moral and spiritual hungers, guide ourselves and our families toward a way of life which bespeaks peace and harmony and goodwill toward all men. What do you think the old-timer gave us? A big package. I don't know. We'll open it tomorrow. I hope he likes the pipe and tobacco we gave him. Well, he better like it. I looked all over town to find a bargain like that. You can't hardly find a corncob pipe these days. Wonder who this is. Come in. Hi, Mr. McGee, Miss McGee, Merry Christmas. Well, happy Yuletide, Teeny. Merry Christmas, Teeny. Come on in. Yeah. I came to bring you a present. It's for both of you, and I made it. Here. Oh, you made it. Gee whiz, that's a beautiful present. Lovely package. Just beautiful. wonder what could be in it. It's a... A wash rag. Hmm? It's a simply... This lovely wash rag, and I made it in school. Oh. Because we were learning how to knit, and all of us kids were knitting socks, only my socks came out of wash rag. Oh. Well, it's just what we needed. Oh, sure it is. And I got a wash rag. You can both use it. Well, we just don't know how to thank you, Teeny. Well, we have a little present for you, too, honey. We sent it over to your house. Oh, boy. Gee, thanks. Hey, Mr. McGee. Hmm? Will you do something for me, though, for Christmas? Hmm? Tell me a story, will you, please? A, a story for Christmas, hmm? Well, okay, Teeny. Seems as good a time as any. <laughs> oh, goody. I love your stories. Well, I like them, too, Teeny. I'll just sit over here out of the way, and I'll keep real quiet, dearie. Well, look, Teeny, did you ever hear the story about Laura, the lopsided pine tree? Oh, no, mister. No, I never heard that one. Mm -hmm. Is it a true story, mister? Hmm? A true one, is it? Hmm? 
Well, it's a sort of a little piece of folklore that's been kind of handed down from generation to generation. Or will be, as soon as I can think it up. Oh, boy, that's the best kind of it. Yeah, well, well, sir, long time ago, once upon a time, there used to be a great big forest. Oh, it was out past Dugan's Lake a ways, and it was all full of tall pine trees. Oh. And every year on Christmas Day, the king of the forest would invite all the people from all around, and they'd have a Christmas party and sing songs and give each other presents, and they have a wonderful time. Oh. Yeah. Well, every year, the king would pick out the prettiest tree in the forest to have Christmas under, you see. Mm-hmm. There got to be quite a contest among the local pines to see which one would be chose, the king's tree. The king's tree, hmm. Yeah. Now, way off in one corner of the forest, kind of by herself, stood Laura. The lopsidedest, funniest-lookingest, poorest little scrubby old pine tree in the whole woods. Her branches were all cockeyed, and her bark was always falling down, and she was, she was just a real sad sapling. Oh, poor Laura. And the other trees, the, the big, tall, beautiful-looking ones, they used to sneer at little lopsided Laura all the time. Some of them trees got so vain about their good looks that you, you just couldn't stand them. Mm-hmm. Spent all their time primping and powdering their combs and combing the birds' nests out of their hair and looking pretty. Oh, that's not a good way, I betcha. People people shouldn't be vain, especially pine trees. That's right. But these pine trees got so bad they they wouldn't let a bird build in their branches. And they shook all the squirrels out onto the ground. And the only place the little creatures had to live was Laura. And little lopsided Laura gave them all a home. She had a kind heart, huh? Sure. But the other trees used to razz her something fierce. Look at Lopsy, they'd say. Get her. Hair full of bird's nests and her lap full of squirrels. <laughs> Boy, are you a mess, they'd say. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, them pine trees needle her all the time. They were naughty pines, huh? Naughty pines. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that myself. Well, anyhow, one Christmas Eve, little Laura just couldn't take it any longer, and she just broke down and cried. Uh, just stood there sobbing kind of softly to herself. A weeping willow? Well, she was more what you might call a crying conifer, sis. Oh. And while she was standing there crying softly and the other mean old trees were snickering at her, all at once it happened. Oh, boy, this is a good part of it. What happened? Is this a good part? Yeah. It happened that a young angel was passing by that night. She was in a hurry trying to get home for Christmas, you see. Where, Where had she been, mister? Where had the angel been? Oh, she'd been over in... Pittsburgh or Wichita or Oskaloosa or someplace to say hello to a couple of new babies. She stopped someplace else to sort of spread her wings over a young couple that were getting married that day, and she looked in to let a little crippled boy know that he was going to be okay for Christmas. You know, just just business calls like angels do. Sure, I know, I betcha. Anyhow, when the angel heard Laura, the lopsided pine tree, crying, she wheeled down to investigate, and Laura told her the story through her tears. And the angel smiled and just waved her wings, and poor little Laura, the lopsided pine, became the prettiest tree in all the world. Oh, <laughs> goody for her. The tears that poor little pine tree shed froze into beautiful, shining icicles. Oh. And her cones gleamed like colored lights, and her branches were dusted with snow. And way up on her tip-top branch, 
the angel hung a shining star. And they named the tree the Christmas tree. Uh... Yeah. And the people came and admired the tree and gave each other presents and wished each other happiness and peace and a Merry Christmas. Just like Mrs. McGee and I wish you. Oh, gee, that's wonderful, Mr. McGee. Oh, thank you. Merry Christmas, Teeny. I just hope the whole world has a Merry Christmas, I betcha. Everybody. So do we, Teeny. Merry Christmas to all. We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. NBC. Throughout the year, these initials ring out as the trademark of the National Broadcasting Company. And tonight, this Christmas Eve, the National Broadcasting Company extends to you, the listener, its heartfelt wishes for a Christmas filled with peace and happiness and contentment. That this day may bring renewed hope to all the world is the Christmas wish of NBC. Ever present in broadcasting is the call to pioneer, improve, and extend service to the public. To meet this magnificent challenge is the constant aim of NBC. It is the purpose and intention of NBC that the character and influence of its sponsored and sustaining program shall help to increase commerce and employment, raise the living standard, enlarge the spiritual and cultural experience of the people, and enrich their lives. The National Broadcasting Company earnestly hopes that its programs will always be welcomed in your home and in all homes throughout America. Transcribed. This is NBC the night before Christmas.